Hey, thanks again for joining us. The um, topic that we had in our sermon this week was peace, and we looked at John 14, 27, and uh, that idea of Jesus saying, peace I live with you, my peace I give you. Um, I hope that that helps you understand that the peace that we receive from Christ that we're invited into through Jesus is actually his peace. It's not a peace that we have to go out and find somewhere or um, discover or manufacture or or uh, work hard to achieve. It's a peace that's kind of given. It's bestowed. It's not earned. It's not um, built. And, and so the peace of Jesus is always present. It's always available. It, it's timeless. Um, there's no circumstance in the world that can undermine it or that can then take it away. And if you remember, we talked about peace coming from his sovereignty. So, so what brings me peace? Well, peace is living under the sovereignty of Christ. I want to read that uh, James Bryan Smith book, or quote from his book, Hidden in Christ, that we mentioned in our sermon. And, and just as a side note, let me just say, if you're looking for a good um, kind of word study. It's a word. This book is a word study in Colossians three. It's one of the best books you can grab to get three or four people to walk through it with you and and um, read a chapter and kind of sit down, talk about it, have discussions around it, or read several chapters a week and then meet because the chapters are very small. You could do one a day. But this is this is the quote he says about peace. And, I, and we read it in our sermon. I'm going to read it to you again. What is the peace of Jesus? It's the peace which belongs to his kingdom by virtue of his sovereignty. Jesus rules and reigns over all creation, all humanity, all history. When we step into his reign, the kingdom of God, we step into his peace. We can now live in constant interaction with Jesus, and because of his protection, guidance, and provision, we have nothing to fear and can live with sheer confidence. So I want to zone in on that last sentence. Nothing to fear and live with sheer confidence. That is a practical definition of peace. <laughs> What does it look like to be in peace? It means that I am in a place where I don't have fear and I have confidence, not in what will happen, but who I will be and how I will stand in whatever happens. So, so that, that confidence comes from uh, not what the outcome may be, whether I decide it's positive or negative, but comes from the fact that I can stand in any outcome. And, and that all to me... You know, absence of fear, being in a place where I have nothing to fear and, and being able to stand in sheer confidence, live in sheer confidence, kind of all sounds to me like the um, abandonment of outcomes and you know, being able to sit before God and say, whatever happens is fine because you are still in control. Now, one of the things that we didn't mention in our message Sunday that we probably need to talk about is... The sovereignty of God is a fact. God is all-powerful. You know, the, the, we've all heard the word you know, omniscient, that he knows everything. He's omnipotent. He, he has all power. So it's not a huge leap to accept that I have to live under the sovereignty of God. 
because God has power over all things. But sovereignty can create a little tension. And that tension can be, because you are sovereign, I have to live in that, which sounds like I have to take whatever you give me. So there's another element to sovereignty that's important to remember that I think um, kind of leads us to trust God, and then in trust, we have peace. And the other element to his sovereignty is his goodness. So God is sovereign, and he's good. So because he is sovereign, I have to accept whatever comes, whatever he deems appropriate or whatever he decides to do. I have to accept that because he's sovereign. I am not, he is. But knowing that he's good means that not only do I have to accept what he brings because he's sovereign, but also understanding that whatever he brings will be what's best. Kind of goes back to Romans 8, 28, right? He causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and are called to his purpose. So the fact that he is good means that his sovereignty will always produce things that are best for me. Now notice I didn't say things I want, but things that are best. Now think about that in terms of peace. Let's say I'm in a situation that's trying and hard and I feel pressed and I feel like I'm being crushed and I feel like things are overwhelming me, well, knowing that God is sovereign and God is good frees me to be at peace in those circumstances because I can live in God's sovereignty and his goodness simultaneously. Here's what I mean. Let's say um, I get in a car accident. My car is totaled and I want to be at peace in that not in the anxiety of what am I going to do about getting a new car and how am I going to get to work and what am I going to drive and all those things. That sovereignty and goodness frees me to say, okay, God, I know you are in absolute control of all things and I know that you are good. Therefore, whatever these circumstances may be, I know that you will produce something that draws me deeper into you, closer to you. Because ultimately, that's what's good. What's good is being more in God, more in Christ. And so peace comes, being at peace happens, it comes when I say, no, this, this is not a circumstance I would have chosen if I were sovereign, but I know that because you are good, that this circumstance will do something that draws me deeper into you, that allows me to receive blessing from you, that strengthens me in my walk with Christ. It grows me intentionally in that. It maybe creates opportunities for me to serve my neighbors generously. It reveals to me that you are the type of God who I can love passionately. And so that's how I can stay at peace even in difficult circumstances. The um, idea that peace comes from eternals, not externals, is that idea of his sovereignty and his goodness at work in my life in this moment, no matter what's happening. And so, in short, it's kind of like we talked about in the message, Jesus sleeping in the back of the boat in the middle of a storm that to every human eye looks like it's going to sink the boat, and yet he's sound asleep. He slept because God's sovereign and God's good. Um, he slept because he knew the Father's will deeply. He slept because he understood that God's plan was not to bring him to earth to drown for the sins of mankind. 
So he understood all that, which allowed him to be at peace. Now there's a difference between being at peace and in peace. In peace comes when the externals are not creating discord. It's really the, the same thing as worldly peace or, or physical versus spiritual peace. Being in peace happens when everybody's calm, the laundry's all folded and put away, the dishes are done and put up, the kids are behaving, the dogs aren't whining, the heat is perfect in the house, um, the mortgage is paid, the bank account is full, and so is my stomach. And so now I can rest. That's being in peace. Being at peace is when one or any of those things isn't happening, but I still have an inner quality of reliance on God's sovereignty and His goodness that allows me to sleep well on an empty stomach in a house where there's laundry all over the place, an unpaid mortgage, and, and, and the um, heat has been turned off, and all of these things are happening. There's chaos all around me. Because God is sovereign and good, I can actually be at peace. That's the difference between in peace and at peace. The peace of Christ is an at peace peace, not an in peace peace. <laughs> Look at Jesus' life. We have very little record of him being in peace. Most of what he said caused there to be chaos around him whether it was Pharisees or people who misunderstood him or people who were angry because he said something or allegations that he was blaspheming because he professed to be the Messiah, the Son of God, God himself incarnate. Very little circumstances in the Gospels where Jesus is in peace. But there's no circumstance in the Gospel where he was not at peace. And so to distinguish that is really important because I don't need Jesus to be peaceful when I'm in peace. We see that all the time in the world. The problem is, if I need to be in peace to feel peace, then when the circumstances become chaos again, I will explode. <laughs> I will spill out on everybody around me. I will spill inward on myself. Frustration and anger and control issues will come up as I try to manipulate everything out here, all of the externals, to get it back to a place where I deem it to be settled so I can rest comfortably in my own skin. I don't have to go through all that when I'm at peace. When I'm at peace, it's just a natural quality of life in Christ. He's sovereign. He's good. So there's nothing I need to be concerned about, worried about, nothing I need to be anxious about. I can let life be what it is and still know that I am protected under his sovereignty. There's nothing that can stand against me. There, there's no weapon formed against me that can prosper. And because he's good, I can rest in the knowledge that nothing can separate me from him. So, so hopefully that helps you understand this idea of sovereignty and goodness go hand in hand. So I, I think of the, uh, the line in uh, the Chronicles of Narnia where um, they're talking about Aslan. And I don't remember which one of the kids it is, but one of the kids asked Mr. Beaver, is, they're talking about Aslan. He says, is he safe? And Mr. Beaver goes, no, he's not safe, but he's good. That's a picture of sovereignty and goodness. God is not safe because he's sovereign. 
What I mean by that is this. Because he is absolutely sovereign, God can do whatever he wants to do, which very easily could create danger for me <laughs> because I can't stop it. But because he's good, he would never do anything in his sovereignty that would harm me. And I know that's true for me, but I also know it's true for you. So, so sovereignty and goodness are the pathway to living at peace in all circumstances. And the difference between being at peace and in peace is when I'm at peace, no matter what's happening in the externals, I'm resting in the eternals. When I'm in peace, I'm constantly trying to manipulate and control the externals so that I can get at least a taste of feeling some peace that I hope will be eternal, but it's not because it's tied to the externals. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that that um, can spur on some conversation in your groups. And, and really, honestly, I think this is one of those messages that doesn't invite us into having resolution, but maybe invites us into wrestling. Maybe invites us into clawing and scratching to live more deeply in the sovereignty and goodness of God so that we can be at peace, but expecting to not be at peace all the time, expecting to default back to those situations where we feel like we just got to control everything to be okay. So know that's there. I don't think this is a, a message where you hear it, you do it, everything's fine. I'm not sure that many gospel messages are that. I think gospel messages are about you hear it, you desire it, it changes you into the kind of person who can realize that desire, and then you seek it. So I hope this is helpful as far as peace goes. I know this is a big topic in our personal lives, and I also know it's a point of frustration for many of us, even though we never talk about it. Um, oftentimes, I think we have the wrong concept of peace. And so we never discuss our lack of peace. We just work harder to try to put ourselves in peace, thinking that that's what peace is and that that's what everybody else is doing. I just want to invite you into the possibility of living as if that's not what peace is and that's not what everybody else is doing. Some people are living at peace, not trying to control every situation so that they can be in peace. So I hope you have a great time in your groups. Let me uh, pray for you. And just invite the Holy Spirit into this discussion. Father, we just ask that you, God the Spirit, would fill every space where there's conversations happening around these questions, this topic. Lord, we know that the world is in dire need of peace. And we know that you have given that to us. You've left it with us. You've put us in it through your sovereignty and your goodness. And so now release us to bring that into a world that's filled with chaos and longing to feel settled. And we ask all that in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great time in your group.